Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one floaty minute at a time. Floaty. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us again today is Raiden. Hi. Hello. Hi. That's not even the most important thing that happens right? in this minute. Yeah. Vigo's just having a nice float. No, he's not. No, he is he not. He looks like... He, he almost died! <laughs> it looks so refreshing and nice. Like, the actor and the character... Okay, you're just saying that because it's hot as balls <laughs> right? right now. The actor and the character both legitimately almost died. I don't know if that's relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> you have a weird definition of relaxing, Norman. I don't know. I have questions. So today we're talking about Minute 127, which opens up a shot where we can see both Treebeard and Orthanc. Yep. And if it's not clear, I am always on oh, Cassandra's yay. side. And ends with a <laughs> with a weird yes. water transition. It does. That water transition is really unfortunate. It reminds me of like sixties TV. <laughs> or like nineties soap operas, because nineties yeah. soap operas were on par with sixties TV. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so we we uh we see Mary and Pippin. Yay! Yay! They're back. Yeah, they're off. They're they're not having a great no. day. Off mic. I mean, comparatively. <laughs> off off mic. I was asking if the last time we saw Marion Pippin was Old Man Willow, and I think it is. And that's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. They're not terribly important to the overall like movie, the way it's presented, right? But I love them. I know. I love them, Norman. I know. <laughs> They're very concerned. They see some smoke rising in the south. Mm-hmm. And that's when Treebeard tells us that there's always smoke rising from Isengard these days. Saruman now has a mind of metal and wheels. Has no love for growing things. And Mary's like, Isengard? <laughs> yeah, yeah, bud, that's what's in the south. <laughs> yep. Somebody didn't learn geography. Yep. They're from the Shire. Mm. They don't give a damn. Yeah, that's true. They do now. This is well outside the world they ever had any reason to care about before now. But they grew up with, like, Bilbo telling them stories and stuff, and he had, like, the map. I'm sure he had other maps. Maybe. Dwarven things that he got from from Balin over time. Yeah. Or just, I don't know. Bilbo strikes me as, like, the scholarly type. Hmm. Well, he donated Mm. most of his crap to a museum in the Shire, I'm pretty sure, so... You know, he's got a respect for history. Yeah. And then they see the army. Yeah, that was a really neat effect. It's like a river of of darkness alongside these smaller streams. Mm -hmm. Actual rivers. (laughs) But must be the River Isen. Ha ha. Oh. I mean, one would assume. Right. I don't know if that Mm. is... Yes, yes. Does the river Eisen flow south out of Isengard? Shrug. Probably should. I'm with Mary. I don't know geography. <laughs> it's called 
I don't know the geography of Middle Earth. It's called right. Isengard because it guards the river Isen. Oh. It was built on the banks of it. There you go. And then he gets all dammed up to run the wheels to make the metal. And and that's why these are like little brooks. It's a whole big thing. And that's why these are like broken right. up little streams little... instead of one okay. big river. But then wouldn't there be a lake on the other side of the dam now? There, There is. Right. Well, there is. But, but the dam is on the other side of Isengard from there. Oh, I see. Okay. The dam is yeah. like in the mountainside. Where the river source is. Right, and then the fortress is like underneath, below the level of the lake, which is bad <laughs> planning. Idea. It's far enough away, it's though, that plan. like it's just been dammed up so that he can harness the power. But it's not like, I mean, it's not like New Orleans. It's, that's not like the situation that they're in. But you would think that you would make the dam down, well, not downriver, but like... Yeah, I guess you can't make it downriver because if you make it downriver, then, then it floods you your place. Flood. Yeah, like this is right because the water that collects in Isengard when the 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 Ents flood it all drains out and goes back to the normal banks of the river eventually. Mm. It just looks like this when they break the dam because it was a flood. All that right. water came at once. Yeah, right. and I'm yeah. getting way ahead of ourselves. Well, it hasn't been dammed up for very long, right? <laughs> It's still a river. It's not going to take it that long to fill. It's still a river. Yeah. Also magic. Also magic. That's true. Also magic. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> he probably encouraged the river to flow faster and then dammed it up. Yeah. Which is rude. It's super rude. He uses his magic to influence nature and then it's just like, haha, I will bend you to my will. Haha, <laughs> suckers. Duped yet again. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Well, he's been punking the forest. Yep. He sure has. <laughs> we'll see that one next week? Mm, I don't think so. Week after? Maybe. <laughs> mm. Oh, no, it's even longer than that because it's after Entmut. Yeah. So it's a while before it's just like, a wizard should know better. Yeah. Though Treebeard kind of has his, like... Uh, not regrets, but what's the word I'm looking for? Like, the first warning signs are here when Treebeard's like, yeah, you know, he doesn't really care for the, for growing things anymore. Doesn't really care for the woods. Mm. Used to come and visit me, but he doesn't anymore. Mm -hmm. What a terrible neighbor. What a douchebag. <laughs> He's always lighting fires in his backyard. Little do you know they're made with your neighbors. No! And then Vigo's floating down the river. Yep. Sleeping. Just taking a nap. Um, sleeping. Okay. I mean, taking a nap <laughs> is like the gentlest way of putting that, but sure. <laughs> and he gets we'll ever so it. lightly just dropped on shore. Boop. So gently. When <laughs> just out of frame in that first shot of him, there are rapids that he almost drowned in during filming. Right. Because they had a stuntman, but Vigo's yeah. like, no, I want to do it. Yeah. It's a good thing that Aragorn is not wearing metal armor, because that would not have worked out well for him. Right? Yeah, he would have he would have just sunk like a rock. But, you know, that's what you get for doing stunts yourself, I guess. 
there's nothing wrong with doing stunts yourself. It's, like, trying to minimize. Like, it's not like they just said, okay, float down these rapids. Like, they 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 had, like, a team of people to, like, minimize damage. Yeah, there was, like, like, a diver next to him, and he just got pulled into a riptide. When you're working with, like, an actual river. Yeah. Yeah. There's only so much you can control. It's cool he did all of his stunts. Well, not all of it, but, like, it's cool that he, like, took the initiative to be like, I want to be as hands-on as possible. Yeah. But he's not a trained stuntman. That's, right. like, what I'm getting at. Right. Like, they had a stuntman to do this, and Vigo was just like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I need to do it. I'm gonna do it. <sighs> and that was, like, the forces of nature being like, dude, slow down. <laughs> Maybe no. Maybe let the stuntman have some work today. Maybe let the professionals handle it. Right. Maybe you don't need to be that guy. Just just saying. <laughs> it's a friendly suggestion. I want, do you know when, like, how far into this shoot they were when they did this? I don't. Because can you imagine no. if, like, the worst case scenario happened and he just, like, died while filming this movie and they had already filmed, like, most of the movies? But it was before any of them were, like, finalized? Right. Yeah. Oh man, they they just never would have come out. Nope. New Line wouldn't have had wouldn't have wouldn't provided have the money to redo it. Yeah, it's a scary thought. Yeah, not to mention like all the people talking about getting broken bones. Right. It's like, come on, guys, work how safe. Come, how come nobody talks about like the poltergeist levels of like cursing on this set? Because nobody died. <laughs> <laughs> they almost died. Almost is not dead. Everyone is like... One of us might have died. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's got broken bones and injuries and drownings and... I don't know. (laughs) So the leaves in this shot with Marion Pippin? All of them? That's what is implied. They talk about needing to find just the right shaped leaves and they can only get them from a shop in China. And they didn't have the money to buy them already colored. So somebody had to hand color them all. So the ones on thousands of leaves, and the ones in the foreground and background that are obviously in the the in the studio studio with them and not CG. Thousands of leaves were hand hand colored, hand painted by one man. It took him months. Just picturing a guy with a giant box of markers. They're just scribbling next. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, we couldn't afford to buy the ones that were already the color we wanted, so we had to paint them ourselves. So we, so we had to pay somebody and buy a bunch of Crayola markers. <laughs> but it was still cheaper. Yeah. To pay someone to color them for three months instead of the factory making them, probably coloring them as a mass thing. Well, you figure that this guy was already working for Weta, so he probably would have been doing something else, if not doing this. So that Hey, you, stop stop painting orc helmets. You're going to paint leaves yeah, for three Yeah, we have months. five guys working on orc helmets. We need one guy working on leaves. <laughs> Your hand isn't the right size to slap a hand on the... So you need to do leaves. <laughs> Sorry, man, that's just how it works. We need we need your dainty fingers to paint leaves. Dainty fingers. How many leaves do I gotta paint? Uh all of them. And those over there. And some that aren't here yet. Right. These twenty five crates. <laughs> Let me know when you're done. There's they're Bye. like silk leaves, right? I think so. But you know, 
just lock him in a room and be like, just knock twice when you're done. What the heck? It's not like solitary confinement. They just like open a slit and give him food every day. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no freedom till the leaves are done. Right. Maybe maybe a little goblin would come along and help you. You'll have to give him your first one though, but you know, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> you'll get through it, man. I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah. They don't name the guy that had to do this. <laughs> Well, he he says it's one of, like, the younger, I think, it's like, not an intern, but, like, probably, like, a new hire. He's only, like, he's probably, like, a rookie. And they're just like, hey, you've been here the least amount of time. Uh, leaf duty. You're on, you're on leaf duty. It's an initiation. Everyone's had to do this. Man, I just, I can't imagine, like, months of painting leaves. Eight hours a day, 12 hours a day. I don't know. Hey, man. He got to work on a movie. That's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. We're still talking about him 15 years later. It's true. That is true. <laughs> Our unnamed leaf painter. <laughs> unnamed leaf painter. Discredit. You're the real MVP. <laughs> the, the credit is unnamed leaf painter. Yeah, that's all it says. <laughs> oh my god. I love the irony of taking the time to make a credit and just saying unnamed yeah. <laughs> An anonymous leaf painter. We're not even sure who he was. What? He painted the leaves and left, <laughs> never giving anyone his name. Is it like Tom Bombadil? He spent months in the studio painting leaves and none of us ever asked him who he was. We just assumed he worked here. Oh my god. Just some random person. Just walked in because he wanted to work on the movie, just didn't say anything and just started doing something that looked like it needed done. I wish that was like a viable option because I would just move to Hollywood and just wander onto a set if that was like I would just pick something up and start carrying it for somebody and just you know start doing something <laughs> just act like you're supposed to be there and most right. people will never question yeah. you hey you need a coffee <laughs> I mean that's like a legit like phenomenon people people with real confidence that they just know what they're doing about anything can just walk into places and people will act like they belong there it helps if you carry a clipboard. Right? <laughs> you have a clip a clipboard and a hard hat can get yep. you anywhere. <laughs> and a clipboard and uh RFID tag to swipe into doors. Whether it works or not, just have that clip to your belt. Probably shouldn't be telling people this. <laughs> and then just follow someone that exactly. has one <laughs> while taking notes yeah. on your clipboard. Because they'll hold the door for you. You look important. You have a clipboard Definitely. and a hard hat and an RFID tag on a lanyard. Yeah. You're, you're obviously you doing something. supposed to be there. Just like put on your business suit, hard hat, clipboard, lanyard. You're good. No one will, everyone will leave you alone. Yep. They will assume you are taking notes about work on the building. It's true. <laughs> You've watched way too many heist movies. No now. such thing. <laughs> I feel like that would work a lot of the time. Probably. You know, whatever. You don't look obviously dangerous. You look like you might know what you're yep. doing here. Sure. <laughs> That's how Mary and Pippin could have just yeah. walked into Isengard. Just with a clipboard. So, okay, one does not simply walk into Mordor. You just walk in with a hard yeah. hat and a clipboard. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> That's what Sam and Frodo should have done at the front Clearly. Door. I'm here to inspect the foundation of Baradur. <laughs> I hear you I hear you have a rat problem. You just have like the Orkin hard hat on. Orkin. Oh my god. Orkin. <laughs> Spelled like orcs. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Got like the like the orc like fan crest on top. Womp womp. 
like the fin that goes the wrong yeah. way or helmet. And that's where Orkin is painted. Oh my god. On the fin. <laughs> yeah, that would have worked. It would have been much easier. We're here to develop your 30-day plan to rid your tower of rats. <laughs> I hear you. You have a you have a hobbit problem. Right. No, that's Rivendell. Rivendell needed to spray for a hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> you need to put up a tent, bomb the place. No. Poor Bilbo. Let him let him rest. <laughs> All the elves have to leave for like ten days. <laughs> they forget, and then they just wander the earth. <laughs> it's the real reason they had to go to Valinor was to, you know, pest control. Pest control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just going to erect a giant tent over all of uh, all of Middle Earth to spray mm-hmm. for spray for men, for and, men. and hobbits <laughs> and dwarves. Which, and then they're just going to come back. See, we fixed it. That's the the we largest stud bomb tent, <laughs> right? It's better now. We fixed it. It's better it. now. Elrond's like, yes, <laughs> it is better now. Oh you just God. don't tell Saruman you're doing it. It gets Saruman too. He's, he doesn't count. He's not yeah. a man, an orc, or a dwarf. Yeah, and I'm not a I'm not a rat. But if they wanted to put up a put up a tent and bomb the house, oh. I have to leave too. <laughs> Poison is poison. Well, they don't know that... Well, I guess he knows that Saruman's up to no good now. Gandalf snitched. Gandalf did snitch. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. Or, you know, end up in heaven and then get shot back to Earth. Right. Well, he got some stitches first. <laughs> he got put back together. Here you go. Thanks for joining us today, Raid. <laughs> this, this, just... As I get things got far weird. away from the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So. Things got weird. The podcast. Uh. That that's my brand. Things got weird. what? Just making things. Making things. Things weird. got weird. I don't know where I went. My brain goes on its own unexpected journey and does its own thing. There you go. So you're from the website DuelingGenre. We're from the website DuelingGenre.com. Where right? you can find a bunch of other podcasts. I'm that gonna, aren't, I'm gonna get a new co-host. Art movies by minutes related. <laughs> I'm frazzled. Uh, you can find other podcasts like the protagonist podcast talks about a, a different story each week. Doctor's companion, of which Cassandra oh is one of God. three hosts. Yep. Uh, Geek by night and immunities, which are a couple of audio dramas, uh, which are both very good. So yeah, check out check out all those other not movies by minute podcasts and dueling genre. Uh, we'll be we'll be back tomorrow, and hopefully I'll be uh, more focused. Maybe, yeah, focus Maybe up. We got some stuff. That's it's not <laughs> no. likely that I'll be more focused ever. But one one can. It's good hope. to have goals. Uh, there is always. <laughs> hope everyone has a great Tuesday. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Bye.